wait, do you hear that? Like, listen very carefully. Do you hear that noise? That is the sound of summer. Do you know how we know it's the sound of summer? Because school bells aren't ringing. Students aren't screaming in the background. We're not getting the ping notification from our principal in our inboxes the sounds of summer are a glorious noise and depending on how your school year is structured you are either in summer right now your summer break just started and you are feeling good or you know it's coming. You've got just a few weeks left of this school year, but you are ready to sprint into summer. And that is exactly what I want to talk about on the last episode of season three of this Teacher Life podcast. Hard to believe that we are here, that we are concluding season three. Over 150 episodes have been published in the past few years. And on this special finale episode, I want to encourage all of you to sprint into summer. But before we do that, I've got three things that I want to make sure that we are filling our summer with. These are small but significant things that I think are going to make not just June, July, and August incredible, but also next school year incredible in a proactive way. Now before we get into this episode, I want to read a five-star review that was left on the Apple Podcast app by the listener of the week. Their username is I love my fourth graders. And this teacher said, real, relevant, and simply amazing. Monica's podcasts are amazing. What she shares comes from actual classroom experience. Everything from SEL to classroom management. Monica is there to give suggestions, guidance, and encouragement. She is so real and so relatable. Thank you, Monica. Well, thank you to you. I love my fourth graders. I love that that is your username. I can feel the passion and the energy in your written review. And I want to thank you for taking the time to leave that. This season of the This Teacher Life podcast has had more listeners than season one and two combined. And I think it's because of taking the time to leave those written reviews, to reflect on what this podcast has meant to you. So for the last time in this season, I'm going to ask you for a favor. It would mean the world to me if you hit pause on this recording and while you're walking or while you're cooking or while you're laying on the couch, will you hit pause and go leave a quick written review and tell other teachers what this podcast has meant to you over the course of this past school year, or maybe you have been a loyal listener since season one. Those written reflections make such a huge difference on how and when teachers find this podcast. And you better believe that we are hitting with season four this August. But for right now, let's do our finale episode titled Sprinting Into Summer because you freaking deserve it. There is awesome in every single school day. So 
here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities? Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life. I believe we should feel 0% guilt for sprinting into summer. If you have any like sad feelings like, oh, I'm not supposed to want summer to hit, I want you to just rid that of your mindset because just because you are excited that it's summer doesn't mean that you are a bad teacher One of the beautiful perks of this profession is that we get time off in the summer. Other jobs get paid time off all the time. They get to pick what month they want to go to Disney World with their kids. We kind of have to say, well, it has to be in June or July. So there's pros and cons of every profession. So for anybody on social media who is saying, "Mm, it must be nice to have your summers off. Are you serious? Block them block them say no thank you you cannot be a part of my newsfeed or my like scrolling anymore because the reality is we invest our time our love our energy our hearts our passion our money into kids for 180 days of the school year I recently got asked to be a volunteer coach for a soccer team And do you know what I said? I said, no. And they're like, we have no coaches. We need eights. Monica, you're really good with kids. And I said, I appreciate that and thank you. But it's a no for me. And I think it's okay to say no. And the reason why I said no is because we serve the kids of our community all school year long. So I didn't want to volunteer during a youth soccer league. Not because I don't love kids and I love community athletics and all these things. It's just because sometimes we need to say no. And that's a perfect segue into my three tips on how to sprint into summer as a teacher because we freaking deserve it. And they actually all start with take time. See, the reason why I said no to soccer, because that was going to take time away from the three things that I'm going to tell you to take time for. Time is our biggest life commodity. We can't earn more time. We cannot make more time. We cannot create more time. Therefore, time is one of those things that we have to capitalize on in the summer. And for you, if taking time to coach soccer is something that fuels you, that brings you excitement, that brings you smiles, then do it. But if we are taking time away from things 
because we feel guilty or we feel sad or we feel like, oh God, I guess so. It needs to be a no. As teachers, we need to get more comfortable with that. So here are the three things that I am prescribing as your teacher doctor with no medical degree. Okay, I mean, I have some background in science, but this is this is Monica Genta, your teacher doctor saying, this summer, I am taking time and I'm recommending that you take time first to tune up your lesson plans. Now you might be thinking, what the hell, Monica? I thought this was summer. Tuning up your lesson plans? Hear me out, okay? Hear me out on this. Something that I have done for the past, oh, I don't know, five or six years is before I ever start my summer, I tune up my lesson plans for the first two weeks of the school year. Because I know when August rolls around, I'm going to have that pit in my stomach that, oh my God, where did summer go? Oh my gosh, I need to get into my classroom. Oh my gosh, I need to start lesson planning. And so before I ever officially begin my summer, I take time to tune up the first two weeks of lessons for my classroom. And the reason why I do that is because right now, we do actually still have some teacher momentum. We have fresh in our mind how lessons went, how we need to pace them, how we need to time them, what we need to add, what we need to drop, what we need to tweak. And so I think what happens for me anyways, and maybe for you too, is when August rolls around and we've been out of the swing of things, it's kind of this like, oh, how did that go? Oh, did I like that? Oh, do I want to do that again? So before I ever have my first day of teacher summer, I will have just a one or two page sheets of notes, of lesson ideas, of my proposed two-week plan for the return of the school year so I swear to you if you're already like oh my god this is ridiculous this is not what I thought was going to happen I promise that the rest of these have nothing to do with school okay but will you just try that maybe some of you already do that but if you haven't ever tried that it's a highly recommend so number one take time to tune up just the first two weeks of next school year. The second thing that I'm personally taking time for, and this one is going to be really, really personal for you, is I'm taking time to travel. Travel is so important to me, and you've probably heard me say this on the podcast so many times, but what is important to us has to stay important to us. We put so much of our needs and interests and, and, and passions on the back burner during the school year. And because of that, we don't get to invest a lot of time and energy into the things that we love. So what do I love to do? I love to travel so much. And I try to do it periodically during the school year on a long weekend or maybe taking a personal day. But this summer, I'm taking so much intentional time to travel. In June, 
I have a ton of traveling speaking events. I think just in June, I think I have 13 days worth of speaking events and they're not virtual. They're in-person speaking events. So if I've got 13 days worth of speaking events, what I try to do is tack one travel day to the front of that speaking event and one travel day to the end of it to create some like leisure time so I can go out and explore and try new foods and and do activities that I want to do. Now July I don't have a bunch of speaking events but in August it's looking like I'm going to have close to 22 speaking events and I know that if I don't take time to travel and do something that I want to do and love to do when August hits before the my school year before like my students ever start if I don't really invest and energize myself in travel when those 22 speaking events hit in August during those first three weeks I'm gonna be so tired I'm gonna be so like running on empty so I'm taking time to travel to spend money, which I have set aside all school year long, for some really cool trips. Because that's important to me. So let me ask you, teacher friend, what is that thing that gets you hyped? Is it travel? Is it getting your nails done? If you love getting your nails done, I have a friend who never gets her nails done. She always talks about how she wants to get her nails done, how she loves getting her nails done. She always talks about how shitty her nails look. And I'm like, go get your nails done. She's like, I don't have time. Teacher, if that is important to you, can you set like a weekly nail appointment? I know nothing about nails. Does it last a whole week? Okay. I don't know. Maybe a week, maybe 10 days. However long nails stay good and pretty, I bite mine off. It's a terrible habit. But if it's every 10 days, can you just make an appointment over the summer? Every 10 days, you're going to get your nails done if that's important to you. If it's camping, book the campsite. If it's going to a major league baseball game with your family, buy the tickets. Whatever it is, take time to do the things you love this summer. Because if we don't put it on the calendar now, if we don't set aside the time, get the tickets, put it on the calendar, get the hotel reservations, you're, you're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. So take time to travel. Chisel that out. And the third thing that I think that we have to take time to do is take time to do nothing. And I mean that. Take time and don't jam pack it with all these family events. Don't jam pack it with all these obligations. Don't jam pack it with all this volunteering. And I want to be real clear. I'm not saying those things are bad. Spending time with your family, that's amazing. Doing like extracurriculars with your kids, that's amazing. Volunteering for organizations, that's amazing. What I'm saying is be intentional about blocking off some time when you're not being the the teacher mom who's loaded up the Sienna van and packing 18 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches because you go from the pool to baseball to soccer practice to the music recital to some play date that a friend set up like it gets wild in the summer if we're not careful so I have actually blocked off 10 
days in my summer, 10 days where I am not doing anything. What I mean by anything is like, obviously I'm still going to have to like go to the Aldi and do my grocery shopping. I'm going to still have to like mow the grass and stuff like that. But I am just leaving it kind of open-ended and seeing kind of what happens. If a friend says, hey, do you want to come and play tennis? Okay, sure. If my mom says, hey, honey, do you want to come and and have a pool day with your mom? I'm going to say sure. Because I don't know about you, but if I'm not careful, my summer turns into this lack of relaxation. Like summer ends and you're like, oh my God, I'm so tired still. I jam-packed so many things that I didn't get to like relax and do the things that maybe I wanted to do. And so I just basically picked like five days in June and five days in July and I spread them out periodically, all right? And I said like, this is a taking time to do nothing. And if nothing pops up that day, awesome. I'm going to watch some Netflix. I'm going to sleep in. I'm going to enjoy that. But if something pops up and I truly want to say yes to it, I will. But I'm not planning meetings. I'm not planning some sort of big event. I'm being really intentional about saying this is kind of like a free day and we'll see what happens it is one of the most rewarding refreshing things that we can do on a calendar Ooh, wow like I have to tell you I'm recording this at the end of April so I am proactively reflecting on what my summer is going to be and just talking through this I'm like so jazzed it's like this buzzkill because my summer is still like five weeks away But I am 100% confident in five weeks. Like right now when you're listening to this, when I'm re-listening to this, when it actually publishes, I'm going to be so excited. And I know that these three things are something that I'm still going to believe in. So let's recap. If you want to sprint into summer as a teacher and have the best possible summer because you freaking deserve it, three things. Take time to tune up a couple of weeks worth of lesson plans that you're going to kick into gear when the new school year starts. Take time to travel or to do something that is super important to you and put it on the calendar, get the tickets, make the reservation, get the hotel, like call Southwest Airlines, whatever you need to do. But take time for something that you're passionate about. And finally, take time to do nothing. Be intentional about finding a few days in each month of summer and saying, I am letting summer take the wheel on that. I am letting Jesus take the wheel on that and it's going to drive me in whichever direction and I'm not going to feel pigeonholed or overwhelmed or crammed with this summer. Because when day one of 180 hits, In the 2022-2023 school year, I want you to genuinely be able to say, I had a great summer and it was exactly what I needed and wanted. 
I think part of the problem why we haven't gotten momentum in the past few school years is because of all of the crazy that has still ensued during the summer months as we've navigated COVID and pandemics and and getting back to normal. This could be one of the most normal summers that we've had in three years. So what can you do to normalize that for yourself and feel reinvigorated, rejuvenated, re-energized so we are our best possible self when next school year begins. In order to be prepared, we have to be proactive. And this episode has been your reminder of that. You guys, happy summer. I am so excited to share my journey of my summer with you on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook all year long. If we aren't hanging out on social media, know that I'm going to continue to share the ridiculous taste testing and ideas that come my way and my my views from the room when I'm at speaking events, all of the fun times because we're living this teacher life together and I want to serve up that real and relevant content. Now, one thing in order to be proactive before maybe you touch, like you shut your teacher brain off is if you haven't already checked out Monthly Motivation with Monica or the Awesome Academy, please know that your principal might be approving purchase orders and just signing off. Like you, you put a piece of paper in front of them and they just literally sign off on it because they're too tired to even read it. So... The Awesome Academy is the four-week virtual course series that I will be leading next school year. Four digital courses, four awesome opportunities to learn and grow in a private, flexible, virtual environment where you can earn up to 60 hours worth of professional development. It is so fun, it's so engaging, and it's so personalized. You can check out monicajensa.com slash awesomeacademy to learn more about that. Get registered and check out all of the perks of what can happen when you register for that early. The other thing is if you're like, I don't don't, don't want structured PD. Mm, I got your back on that. Or maybe you've already taken all four of my virtual courses. Well, then maybe monthly motivation with Monica is for you. It is one hour per month for the whole school year where we are just learning and growing in a virtual environment. No PD credit, no like book studies, no like, do do I get the CPDUs for that? It is truly all about ideas and motivation to give us momentum all school year long. You can check out monicagenta.com slash group for that. That is an insanely affordable price because truly it's intended to just be a checkpoint for each month of the year. So again, monicajensa.com slash awesomeacademy and monicajensa.com slash group. I will put direct uh, links in the show notes for those. And it's official. I feel like we need to like ring some bells, clap some hands, cue the summer, 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 summertime. Oh yeah, that's a jam. Cue it all because we deserve to have an amazing summer. And the reason why is because we have spent 180 days living this teacher life. So much love to all of you. Have a safe, enjoyable summer.